right, one cup of coffee, no sleep. Let's do it. Episode 633. Let's see how much pinball news we can give you in a short period of time because I am tired, but I am never tired of giving you the latest and greatest in pinball. We're going to start right out, right now. You are going to see Rush Pinball by Stern teased, maybe revealed, probably teased, December 27th. Now, December 27th is a Monday. So does that mean that we are going to get the teaser on the 27th and the full game reveal that Tuesday? So we shall see, but you're hearing it here on Canada's Pinball Podcast, Rush Pinball by John Borg and Stern, December 27th. So mark your calendars. What else is happening in the pinball world? We are also going to see an unboxing of Home Pins Spinal Tap by, I believe, RE Pinball somewhere in Europe. I think said they have the game in their possession. So Home Pin is going to just mail the product out there and let it be unboxed by one of their distributors. Do you care about Home Pins Spinal Tap? I don't think many people do care, but. We are always excited to see new pinball machines out in the world, and Home Pin has arguably nowhere to go but up because they've released maybe the worst game in the last 25,000 years, which is Thunderbirds. And so will Mike's creation of having an LCD screen and an orange DMD screen in the same game, how will it work? Will this game be able to compete on a modern level with modern games? Who knows, man? They're handing out Celts as the best modern pinball machine at pinball shows, so maybe anything can sell these days. We shall see that sometime hopefully maybe today we will see spinal tap all right what else is going on in the pinball world here's another bit of news for you guys out there if you pre-ordered cactus canyon le right 1250 le's i am hearing that there is a delay and the delay is the le has some different metal for that train that goes across the choo-choo track and if you ordered an le your le's will not be going on the line until april or may so there is a significant delay on getting cactus canyon le's out the door they are going to make the se's first so once again you were shown a game months and months and months before it will even be in a box i'm not sure why they did this why did CGC do this they should have waited until they had all of the parts and all the things ready to go for the LE games because as we know and as I always say on Canada's pinball podcast the LE buyers should be at the front of the line you spend the most money you've got the nicest version of the game you don't want to wait to get your game and also, like this whole CGC thing with SE pluses and back glasses being offered to everybody, and now everybody can buy the topper. I'm not even sure what the special version of this game is anymore. But for those LE buyers out there, set your calendars April, May. Now, will we see Toy Story by April, May? I don't know, right? See, this is the problem with all of this locking your money in and the games aren't even on the line. I think this practice of buying these things months and months and months before they're even gonna ship to you is absolutely silly. You might as well just wait to see what comes out next. There are so many games coming 
why would you want to lock your money in? I mean, I regret locking my money into Ultraman. Why? Why do I have $2,000 locked into Ultraman? Why? I have to wait like a year to get the game. I know I asked for the last one on the line, but now, you know, this FOMO and running towards all these things, is it paying out for us? I'm not sure. I'm not so sure anymore. All right. So, Cactus Canyon delayed April, May for Ellie's. What else is happening? Now, I'm about to tell you some stuff that most people don't know, and that is this. Stern Pinball is not stupid. Well, you knew that, but Stern Pinball is not stupid, and they are not going to leave money on the table. Now, for so many of you out there, for some reason, the thing you've been valuing and the thing you've been chasing more than anything are these stern toppers, right? How do I get a topper? People are spending three, four, five thousand $5,000 on Ecto-1 toppers, Black Knight toppers, right? Deadpool toppers, things that they feel like they can't get their hands on. Now, I'm here to tell you right now that what I'm about to tell you is going to cause two parties to be regretful. It's going to cause people who should have sold their stuff when the market was hot to regret not selling their stuff. It's also going to cause people who bought at the height of the market to regret that they ran in and spent a fortune on stuff that's about to be remade. Are you sitting down? Canada is here to tell you right now that first and foremost, the Mandalorian topper is coming. It is the most elaborate topper Stern has ever done. It is the droid from the Mandalorian show, and it spins around with his arms and shoots and whatnot. It's interactive with the game. That is still coming. Now, that just goes to show how much of a delay and backlog there is over at Stern. Stern also has a historical track record to keep up with Star Wars toppers. If they didn't make you wait years for your Star Wars topper, then they're not doing it right. Stern loves to make the Star Wars topper the slowest thing they've ever made, ever. But we're not here to talk about the Mando topper, because no topper can save Mandalorian from not having magic. We're here to talk about the fact that Stern is about to rerun and make a boatload more of Elvira toppers. Okay, so if you paid over for an Elvira topper, you just got burned. They're making more Jurassic Park toppers. They're making more Deadpool toppers. The Deadpool topper is going to have an increase of $200, right? Isn't it funny? It's just plastic, right? There's nothing here that's a material cost, but Stern realizes the market is hot. That is all profit in the bank for Stern Pinball, and good for them. Good for them, okay? So Deadpool's coming out, but here's the big one. Here's the big one, and unless George Gomez is telling people lies, George Gomez has said to somebody, and I'm just going to say what I heard, that in 2022, Stern Pinball will make more Ecto-1 Ghostbusters toppers. Now, this is amazing news because for those of you out there who have your Ghostbusters and they sold so many Ghostbusters, Stern making more Ecto-1 toppers is music to your ears. But where it gets really interesting is this. For Stern to make more Ecto-1 toppers, that means they're going to be renewing the license for Ghostbusters. So does this mean that Stern is going to do another run of Ghostbuster games? And if they were smart, not only would they turn on more premiums, but I absolutely could see Stern Pinball doing an SPLE, a Stay Puff Limited Edition of this game. Why not? Why not make 
some nice vaulted super limited edition of Ghostbusters, charge whatever you want for the game, and watch people fight hand over fist to get their hands on it. I mean, look what they did with Elvira. They're going to do it, and they're going to do it with games like Ghostbusters. So I fully expect to see more toppers from Ghostbusters in 2022, but it would also make total sense for Stern to reveal another version of Ghostbusters. I can already hear some people complaining, like how could they announce another Ghostbusters when they have to make all these other games and they're so backlogged. Here's the thing, Stern doesn't care if it's backlogged because the line is going. All of those orders that they have, that's money in the bank for them already. So why not reveal something new? Because they know, because Stern knows this. If they release a new Ghostbusters and it's some super limited edition and you're waiting on your game, what are you going to go do? What are you going to go buy? Right? They don't have any competition. You can't take your money from Stern and go buy anything else that's ready to ship. You can't. You going to go buy a Guns N' Roses? No, you probably already have one or you don't want one. Are you going to go buy Cactus Canyon? Well, you can't even get one. Are you going to go buy Legends of Valhalla? Absolutely not, right? What are you going to go buy? And so they have all of you. They have all of you because they control about 90% of the pinball volume. And they have about 99% of the games you really want. And that's just where Stern is at. So they don't really care. They control the entire market. Now, it's crazy that they've been sitting on the sidelines watching all these toppers go for all this money. I didn't hear anything about another Black Knight topper, but if I were a betting man, I think they will absolutely eventually make more of those. You see, this little period between 2021 and 2022, or in 2020 and 2022, this pinball inflated period, it's not going to last, and everything is a potential remake. As long as there is money to be made, we will always see these things come back in different forms. I mean, think about it. Even five years from now, let's say Jersey Jack Pinball goes out of business. Someone will just remake Pirates of the Caribbean one day. Why not? The same way we're remaking Monster Bashes and Medieval Madnesses, someone will just get the license, they'll get all the designs for the game, and they'll just remake it because there's money to be made. There's so much money to be made in pinball that I don't think anything, anything that is a potential moneymaker is going to be ignored. All right, so speaking of making games and getting games out the door, I've been getting some heat for just trying to call the bluff a little bit of Haggis, and I'm not even sure it's a bluff, but let me tell you guys something right now, and I mean this. I don't understand why people have an issue if Haggis Pinball says they're making games in January. All I've been saying is if games are going to go on the line in January, can they share with us all of the parts needed to make those games? To make those games next month, they have to have the parts in-house now. And so if you're making 250 Mermaid editions of Fathom, then just show us a thousand legs, 250 coin doors, 250 playfields. And I don't understand why people are so hesitant to hold these companies accountable. I didn't say January, they did. I didn't say they were going to make these games six months ago. They did. And I've said it too. I do think that Haggis will end up delivering these games eventually. The real question becomes, if eventually takes forever, then how long can they burn money without getting games out the door? Look, only 250 of you are on the line for this game. That's nothing. Think about it for a minute. Stern Pinball makes in half a week, half a week's time, all of the Fathom Mermaid editions sold. It's not even competition. 
they're truly a boutique company. I hope it works out for all you guys, but I also think this community, this community sets itself up to be burned time and time again. And I also will say that I think there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of people out there that don't understand their rights. If you buy a game from a company, you have a right to ask questions and to see the progress of these institutions. It's not just like you send your money over and then you're not allowed to ask questions. You're not allowed to see photos. And I think there needs to be more transparency, especially these pre-order models. Right, And I don't buy it for a minute. I don't talk about Deep Root very much, but I think it's total bogus how we completely forgave the Deep Root employees that are a part of this community for not saying stuff, not speaking up. Like, oh, they thought production was about to happen? No, they knew nothing was going on over there. They knew all of it. And they went on podcasts and they told you all how amazing the games were going to be. And then everyone just forgives them. And I know Canada's Pinball Podcast sometimes has to take the other approach and say, I don't care about being friends with these companies. I just want to hold them accountable to the things they're telling you, to the promises they're making you. Okay, shouldn't we be doing that? And most inane thing ever, if you if you just like zoom out a little bit, we're buying toys before they're even made. We're paying for toys six months before they're even in production. Why? As if you don't have pinball machines in your house already? Like, why would you do that? Have you ever had a pre-order a Stern? This is why Stern Pinball clobbers everybody again, because you never have to pre-order a Stern machine. There's no anxiety. There's no question mark. Now, look, when you do order a machine from Stern, I mean, it's not a pre-order. The games are being made, right? When I mean pre-order, I mean you've spent money on a game before the game has ever been made, before anyone has ever assembled one on a line. And I really hope as we go into 2022 that these days are coming to an end. Unfortunately, I think this community learns no lessons. I don't. I don't think you hold people accountable. I think everyone puts their tail between their legs and says, Canada's a really bad guy. Someone said I was torturously interfering with Haggis Pinball's business. Torturously interfering. They took non-refundable deposits. I can't interfere with anything. They've got the money. I just hope you guys get the games. You got your Christmas cards. Now let's get the games out the door, okay? All right, that's really it on this really short Saturday morning episode of Canada's Pinball Podcast. I'm your host, Canada. Um, what else is going on? I mean, we got Venom around the corner. Zombie Eddie did an interview on TPN on Bill Webb's show, so go check that out. I haven't listened to it yet. I can't get Zombie Eddie on this show. Nobody from Stern can do Canada's Pinball Podcast. Ah. Oh. It's just so hard for me to land those interviews with those icons of the industry. Someone asked me, what did I sell my Godzilla LE for? If you go on the Pinside Marketplace and you look at Godzilla LEs, look at what they're selling for. I sold for around the top end of the asking prices that are up there. I'll just give you that hint. Now, also look at how many are for sale, right? And the reason why I sold Godzilla when I did is I think we're gonna have so many Godzilla LEs always up for sale because there's a thousand of them, right? Even if there's always just like 10 Godzilla LEs always available for sale, that's nothing. That's only 1% of games available for sale. And because there are a thousand and there's gonna be a thousand rush LEs, I really do think when this market sort of softens up a bit, and when supply chains loosen up and production ramps up across the board, I do think these games are never going to be hard to get. It doesn't mean it's not a great game. They're just never going to be hard to get. 
and people will love their Godzillas and then people might want to buy something else. Like if Back to the Future came out from Keith Elwin, show of hands, who wouldn't rather have Keith Elwin's Back to the Future? Also, Keith Elwin isn't done. He's going to keep making games. Stern's going to keep giving him more money to put in his games. And so if Godzilla is not a dream theme for you, I think there's a very good chance. I think there's a very good chance Keith Elwin will make a theme you want more than Godzilla down the road. And here's the exciting part. Keith Elwin makes a new game every year. Every year. Can you imagine if Pat Lawler made a game every year with Jersey Jack Pinball? We'd have seven Pat Lawler games by now, not just two. We'd have seven Eric Minier games right now, not just two. See, this is why, like other companies, you wait forever. You wait forever. But with Stern, you don't have to wait forever. Every year now, you're going to get a new Keith Elwin game. Like, that's a moment. I think Jack Danger might be doing Foo Fighters. I really do. I just have this sense that like they're going to give Foo Fighters to Jack Danger. Am I going to be right on that? But everybody, this has been episode 633 of Canada's Pinball Podcast. It's always fun to give you guys like what's coming down the road. I think the more information you have, the better decisions you can make. You see, I just save people so much money, so much money from overpaying for Elvira toppers or Jurassic Park toppers or Ecto-1 toppers. And I'm always gonna do this for you. I'm always gonna do this for you because I don't think anyone should be paying like $5,000 or $3,500 for an Ecto-1 topper. Look at the thing. It's cheap. We made fun of that topper when it came out. Do you remember when that topper launched? It's cheap. It looks like it was made in China for like 30 bucks. And here we are, $3,500. No way, everybody. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. (laughs) 